What is up, Creative Game? Welcome to episode number 43 of In the Frame Podcast. First things first, let's get her going. I was like, I was like dude, did, did you pop? I was like cleaning it. Cheers, man. Good stuff. Let's go. Cinco de Mayo week. Let's go. Um, first things first, if you guys don't follow us on YouTube, please go ahead and uh, subscribe. Like a video, share it. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and share it in your story. It takes a few seconds, but it helps us a ton. Digital currency, baby. We're not asking for any money, just uh, a little bit of clout. How you been, bro? Dude, good. Really busy. Really busy. Just got done doing... This is Monday. We're shooting on a Monday for the first time ever, I think. Um, just got oh, wow. done doing back-to-back shoots, wedding, and a music video with Rafi. Um, it's been pretty exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Today sure. was like an edit day for me so i just did a lot of admin work editing and uh that yeah, clerical man. shit no one likes exactly but uh it's it's good though man it's good like yep. when i do like two three days of editing it's like all right i need to get out the house and when i do shoots when it's you know shoots are physically mentally taxing yeah and it's like all right i can't wait to just freaking edit the next day and just sit down and not do nothing um but yeah it's it's good man this is exactly what i want and i'm and i'm working on that right now so how about yourself um, I'm booked for the um, month of May, which is less than 30 days to get married. So I'm only booking four to five shoots, which nice. is enough for me. Um, other than that, I'm just focusing on my wedding thus far, which is not bad. Um, I'm taking a little break from photography. I'm yeah, June. I, I'm going to go hella hard. So expect heaters. I'll be on heaters on heaters. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, I know you had mentioned this a few weeks back that you're going to take a pause on photography and focus on your wedding. Yeah. I was like, <clears throat> I kind of forgot. And I'm like, damn, man, Pete's been MIA. Like, where the fuck's he at? Yeah. And then I even messaged you, I think. You're like, yo, like, what the fuck? You're not posting no more? You're like, dude, remember, I'm taking time off. I'm like, oh, that's right. And then you mentioned yeah. it again. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're taking it. You're taking it serious. I thought you were full. Of, I thought you were a cap. I'm like, this was going to take a break, dude. He's going to get that itch and he's going to start editing and shooting some stuff. But remember what I say. I, it's, we all have time. We just got to prioritize. So I'm prioritizing life. And, you know, it's the wedding. So, like, it doesn't happen. You don't get married twice. I it's mean, some people get married four times. I mean, man. yeah, no <laughs> shit. Kudos to you, man. You found two life partners. That's good. That's hard to find one. Um, I'm just trying to live in the moment, and right. that's what I'm doing. But um, shit, what are we talking about today, bro? Today we're talking about imposter syndrome, man. I figured it's been a long time since we started did a podcast about giving just straight out advice um, and sharing our experiences. I was reading, I was reading this book earlier, and it talked about imposter syndrome. I'm like, dude, we should talk about this in the Potter. And for those who don't know what imposter syndrome is. Yeah, go ahead and lay those facts. Yeah, let me get the, the clear definition for the ones that don't know it exactly what it is. Imposter syndrome is a loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It's a disproportional effect. High in, it's a disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of their accolades. Hmm. So Pete... You'll, you'll be the first guinea pig. All right. Have um, you felt imposter syndrome in the past? Are you currently feeling it? Who knows? Uh, honestly, bro, no. I just feel like I've been. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn. I know you. I know before you. Like, I'm not gonna show my weakness, man. <laughs> nah, bro. What the fuck is talking about next? <laughs> I'm just gonna know. So, like, imposter syndrome. Yeah, you got a we... boxing shirt. Now you think you're fucking buff and shit. Like, hugging oh, no, you... <laughs> sleeves and shit. <laughs> no, imposter syndrome. I feel like we've all been there where we feel like we don't belong there because. For me, as I'm going to go straight into it. Um, you know, my parents, I'm first generation American. So uh, my parents. Mexican-American. Yeah, Mexican-American. I'm sorry. Um, you know, my parents, they came from Mexico and then they weren't in the creative side. My mom wanted to be a writer, but. I she didn't told know that. Me, yeah, she wanted to be a writer and an English teacher. 
and teach that. But obviously she, you know, stuff happens. And then my dad, um, yeah, he, he was just a hard worker and still is. Yeah, he still is. He's one and, of the most hard, hard, hardest worker I know. Yeah, ever. he's like the legit. Like I always tell people this. Like I hear you know how people say, "My dad's American dream." My dad's American dream. I feel like no, my dad's your a dad, fucking your dad is legit the American, American dream. dream. Like, yeah, but um, you know, starting off, like I wanted, like I said, I wanted to be a comedian, and then I was like, "Nah, Wait, I throw that in the trash." You? Yeah, like I, I, bro, I told you this, like in the beginning. I forget. It was like this. elementary. Like I used to watch a lot of. Yeah, um, actually, I thought you were full of shit, but I, I didn't know you were that I serious. Used to, I used to watch a lot of like uh, Spanish, like comedy and shit, and I was like, "Oh, I want to be like that." But anyways, fast forward to now, like when I started photography. I was like, man, I want to do landscape. Like, that's easy because everybody does it. And I feel like I have my own twist to it. So that's fine. But then when I got into like portraits and stuff, I was like, oh shit, like, um, I'm getting a little bit of attention, but fuck, man. My parents have never been a photographer. My mom's never been in a creative space. Like, this isn't for me. Like, I felt like an imposter going in. Okay. So you didn't feel like it was like a real thing? I felt like. Like, you thought they would judge you? Cause it's I, not like I mean, the parents. Would yes, be like, I felt like they would judge me. So like, okay. I felt like I was like, oh damn, like I don't have the credentials to be a photographer because I didn't go to school. I'm, my parents don't have a pedigree in photography, so therefore, I can't be a photographer because I'm f- I'm just starting off. I don't have that pedigree, you know. It's yeah. not. It's not. My parents taught me something, or yeah. oh, I learned it from my dad. Or you know, usually people who get into the creative or like artists, singers, or whatever, is because their parents are usually um, they're influenced by their parents, so they they Facts. have the. They have like what's that thing that all millennials feel so entitled? They feel entitled yeah, yeah. because like oh my parent did it so I can do it. But for me like that's what one main cause that was like oh shit like I feel a little bit of an imposter because yeah I'm getting a little bit of attention because my pictures are good but damn where are my credentials and my credentials made me feel like a fraud made me feel like um I didn't belong in this space yeah but then that all changed and and went to shit when. I was like, oh, fuck, like, I'm actually pretty good. People yeah. are hiring me, this and that. Yeah. That's how I got over my imposter syndrome. And how recent was this? Fuck, like, two, three years ago. Two, three years ago? Yeah, that's when I, two, three years ago is when I started, like. Dabbling um, into photography? Or seriously? Getting paid, like, getting paid for, like, portraits. Like, yo, take a picture of my family in the pier. Like, okay, cool. Um, But it takes some time. Yeah. Like, I always say, it's hard work overtakes talent, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. if you're, if you have talent, like you're good at pictures, like you have, you have a good camera, this and that. But if you don't put in that hard work to keep evolving, like you're gonna get stuck and it's not gonna go take you anywhere. That's true, man. I mean, so that like my analogy to hard work always beats talent is Leo Messi versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Messi is like five foot nothing, but he's the most talented player probably ever. And Ronaldo is the hardest worker he was like a scrub like skinny not fast but he worked so hard in the gym got himself built up and like his hard work is able to to level up with Messi. some people say it's even more like i think he's better than Messi, but like that just shows like Messi looks like a scrawny he doesn't look like he does he hits the gym he's just relies on his talents he just kills it where ronaldo's like i fucking work hard for it and that's why i appreciate someone like cristiano ronaldo more because he works so hard for what the fuck he's done and doesn't take no days off doesn't take a sip of alcohol his diet is insanely crazy he's like fucking has a 18 pack at the age of like 37 and it's Damn. like insane like at 36 37 how old the fuck he only is like he's still killing it and yeah that's that's my little tidbit about hard work always will surpass talent yeah even mayweather says that he's like hard work dedication but yeah um if if you are going through that imposter syndrome you can you know from my experience is 
um, don't focus on your credentials, on your pedigree, like where I, where you come from, focus more on what you want your story to be. Like you we always say, like you have, you can make it up your own path. You know, you make your own, you write your own history. Um, another thing about imposter syndrome is when I started off, I felt like when one thing about judging is I felt a lot of people were, were entitled the, the to Potter. <clears throat> what do you mean? Oh, go ahead. I, I, um, no, what I was trying to say was like, I felt like when I was like starting with the with the portraits, I was like, man, like I feel like a lot, like I'm giving a lot of power to the audience and, and to people, strangers that don't know me. I'm letting them judge and, and qualify me. Yeah. And um, you know, essentially set my standards. Yeah. And that's that shouldn't be um a thing that you should hold yourself to. You should sell your you should so sell yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, when I said what I meant by the Potter is like when the first in the beginning like. People were trying to like hassle you, but like, oh man, what the fuck you're doing talking in the podcast? Like, yeah, you know what the fuck you're saying or whatever. And but like, you still kept it pushy, man. You you were aware of the comments. You were able to like fix yourself or fit, quote unquote fix yourself or like not give a shit about what other people are saying and educate yeah. yourself more in the space. And I mean, shit, forty three episodes in, man, you're still here, and the the haters just disappeared, <laughs> dude. They disappeared. That is a good analogy because when I first started, my my portraits weren't that great. They were they were they were good. They weren't um they the caliber out there right yes. now, yeah. and I feel like, um, I feel like if the old imposter syndrome Pete would have been like, oh shit, like um, what are you doing, bro? Like people are judging you. Like you would have my my growth would have been stunted. Yeah. But if you can go back, it's, I feel like it's I feel like this podcast is always a journal because I can look back of uh, when the was first this time you got the first time you got your flash. Yeah. When was this? When, when was this Potter? When was let me see my picture that I posted that yeah. I was like, oh yeah. shit, and as I go, it's like a little diary, and you can see my progression. So it's pretty cool. No, this it is cool, especially you, because like your growth has been so insane since day one of the podcast, 40, 40, week, 40 weeks in the past. And yeah. until now, it's like you went from shooting typical portraits, in my natural opinion, light. natural light, like everyone could do because it's free. Yeah. And then you invested in legit gear and then shit, bro. Like there's even people in the area that are legit. Like I wouldn't say the word copy, but you definitely inspired. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those tricky. It's like. You want to become a pioneer, and I feel like, oh my god, I hate saying this, but we're not sucking each other's dicks or anything. But Pause. <laughs> I feel like we, you can clearly see it, my progression. Where like oh, I want to learn, I want to, I want to take, um, I want to learn advice from this person. I want to do this, and then like I find my own way, and then yeah. people like ask me questions, and, and you just get free love, game a little yeah. bit too much sometimes. Sometimes a little free game, <laughs> shit, free game. Remember, guys. For too much for a game is a little um you're, you're putting yourself a little bit too out there yeah yeah um as far as me feeling the imposter syndrome man um yeah definitely i've felt that in the past before uh, especially when i got into especially when i first started traveling i was like i was like living the dream like what most people want everybody in this, especially in their early 20s they want to travel the world and not working nine to five and just fucking live that Instagram lifestyle, that the highlight reel twenty four seven. Right. And I was kind of living that. Well, in a way, um, what I was showing was the cool stuff that people want to see. But I'm not showing people, which I wish I did, man. I wish, I really truly wish that I, I'd vlog those days, man. Like, not necessarily vlog it and upload on YouTube, but like at least document our journey of like us carrying fifty pound backpacks. Kristen's carrying a big ass backpack too. She. For some reason, she just she decided to bring a fucking roller in Central America, <laughs> unpaved that. fucking roads, and a wheel was missing at Did one point. Break? Yeah, it broke, and so I had to carry it. And I was like pissed as fuck. It's like ninety degrees. I'm sweating balls. I'm carrying fifty pounds on my back. My camera bag in the front, like it's insane, man. Um, 
<laughs> bro, I, as I remember, you told us like, "Can you carry this baby?" He's like, no, fuck no, that's your decision. That was me, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the most part. But if I had to do it, I had to do it. And um, I never documented us taking bum ass fifty dollar, um, forty dollar, thirty dollar bus rides, school bus rides for like eight hours. <clears throat> Damn. Um, with no AC in Central oh. America, it's hot as hell. People with chickens and shit. Yes, not no cap. And Kristen had to stop the bus. She's the only weta there, so she has to stop the bus to throw up because she got car sick, like always. Damn. It was just like that kind of shit. I wish we had documented. I had documented, man. That would have been such a cool thing to see. Besides just the lavish beach life that we did live did live um living at amazing resorts that we can't even afford um but i was feeling like bro i feel like i'm cheating in life right now like i don't deserve to be here mm. and i'm just doing this based on a fucking camera at a6300 this little baby right here with the 18 and 105 that's not even sharp as sharp at all and so i remember thinking that and like well chris is like you like well don't like you work for it like you have a talent you have an eye for capturing video content that these companies want they want that from you so it's like well shit cool i guess so yeah you're right and then once i got back i was like i don't want to go back to the hospital fuck that place mm-hmm. and then i got a creative a creative job creating content for a real estate company and then at the time i thought i was like living like a king i was like i remember when i first got the job like we were celebrating with one and stuff like that and then i was like fuck i did it man like i'm, I'm making a full-time living uh being a content creator and uh <laughs> I felt like I was shitting life again. I was like, bro, like people are fucking out there working shitty jobs that they hate and I'm actually doing something they'll like. And then slowly but surely I was like, fuck, this is not enough. I mean, you always want more and more and more and more no matter what. It's just the way life works. And then I was like, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. So I was like building up my side hustle and to try to make it into a full-time thing. Then COVID happened and then I walked away from my job. And then now like, again, I feel like I'm cheating life again. It's like, I work sometimes once I shoot once a week. I shoot sometimes twice a month and it's fine with me. I shoot like the last three months, including next month are like have been insane for me. Like a lot of shoots, like next week I have like four shoots booked. That's mm-hmm. a lot for me for video. At least um, I don't know how you could handle photos and let alone video. So it's like people, I have friends who will say like, man, like you live in the dream man. like you just travel, take some fucking photos, press a button and you're good. I'm like, yes and no at the same time like i edit for fucking 10 hours straight 12 hours straight like i did today something that not many people want to do yes on paper it sounds fun and all to like oh you're just sitting in your apartment chilling on your freaking pjs and your house slippers and you're just editing like that sounds fun and cool i'm like yeah it is cool but it does feel like a job sometimes like this is my job like i take it serious like it's not just shooting for me i'm shooting for other people so i gotta like really kill it you know yeah, and then um, I want to piggyback off what you just said. Please. Um, <clears throat> you, what you just said is, you know, like, damn, like, you guys think you were just shooting and stuff, but there's a lot of pre-production, like, yeah. a lot of um, getting out there and, and messaging clients, like, yo, would you be interested? Yep. Do you need help? Do you need this? Putting yourself out there. And that's why I get mad sometimes when I'm like. I wouldn't like, say mad. You get frustrated. I get frustrated <laughs> because I'm like, my priorities are like, all right, I got my relationship. I got my my uh my i got my regular job first and then i got my relationship and then i got my photography then i got this potter and then sometimes like the potter will take more time of like damn i can be using this time to be hitting up other clients and then i at i don't I'm like whatever like it's the potter and then i get to the end of the week i'm like oh fuck like i should do more cold calls do more of this and i start yeah. to get frustrated and shit but yeah. at the same time it, it, it takes a lot of work to build your brand get shoots yeah a lot because there's you have to do a lot of homework pre-production of 
to get that fucking uh, shoot. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, and kind of like you were saying, like it takes time, a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of time that people don't even see. Like, yeah. like I said, everyone lives wants to live the the lavish Instagram reel highlight life, but in reality, it takes a lot of fucking sweat equity to like get to that position. So like. When I told Kristen, like, yo, like, fuck, I feel like I'm cheating life. Like, I'm literally, I literally just shot a video that covers my rent for the next three months. Mm-hmm. And Chris is like, you shouldn't feel weird. Like, you you earned it. Like, you got to this position. Like, you sacrificed hanging out with friends and family and to just fucking go in that computer and learn how to do certain certain things on the editing software. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of trial and error. I'm like, fuck, you're right. Like, I fucking do deserve it. So now, man, like, I come off super cocky sometimes, like... I'll tell, if someone tells me, like, man, you, man, you're lucky, man. You're lucky to live this life. I'll be like, I'm not fucking lucky. I'll straight out say, like, I'm not lucky. I fucking earned this shit, man. Like, I made this shit happen. Like, like boy. <laughs> yeah, we're living in the greatest country ever, bro. Like, I, you can make anything happen, man. And especially with the internet, with this fucking phone, you can literally conquer the world. I'm not even fucking joking, man. So, like, when motherfuckers are saying, like, oh, man, you're lucky to, like, not have to have a regular job. Like, bro fuck off you could do the same shit if you really wanted to but you yeah. just you choose fucking not to so you choose to go to out get wasted every yeah you, every you choose to go out man dude this, there's this video um by one of drake's homies oliver sabib and like I, wa- I watched the video today again i watch it at least once every few months and it's like the most fucking motivational video and it and it i have to like i have it saved on my instagram so i have to like look back at it to like remind me like all right this is the reason why i'm doing this man like and I don't want to say the whole video because it's I am going to butcher it. But one of the things he says, like, I watch people go out on Friday nights, getting par- going to partying, wasting money while I stayed in my ho- stayed at home, try to um, sharpen my craft and whatnot. And I was like, bro, like fucking facts, dude. Like I could relate to that video so hard but because like I did see people and even until today. I see people going out partying and bitching about life, but they still go out on Friday and Saturday nights, man, even during the pandemic. They still go out Friday and Saturday nights to fucking party and blow their their hard-earned money that they earn from Monday through Friday, and they just blow it off in two days. And I will tell you this: I want to, <clears throat> I want to say something that you just said right now is like, those people are like, um, obviously they're not. I mean, they could be a creative who's in the slump, but those people are focusing more on like blowing off steam. You know? Yeah. Le- okay. Yo, fuck! I can't do this, man, because this and that. Coming up with excuses, I'm gonna get drunk because it's gonna help me forget about it. But the creative is like, the the thing that clicked for me was like. Why are you going out and and drinking and blowing off steam? Like, what are you celebrating? You haven't like progressed or like achieved anything. You can't kill it that much because we were those guys too. I, that's what I'm saying. That's when that's okay. when my epiphany. I'm not saying that. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm saying when I came to realization was like, holy shit, like Pete, like what the like, what is the deal with? Why are you going out? What are you celebrating? And I was like, damn, like I ain't celebrating nothing. Like I felt like a loser. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, what do you? What is your passions? And then I narrowed it down. I was like, I want to do photography as a part time you know elevating stuff and then i was when i started like going us watching more youtube videos concentrating on my craft and that's i feel like everybody's gonna have that epiphany sooner or later but not everybody's there i don't know i I don't know if everyone gets that epiphany and maybe uh, what do you mean because i feel like people are legit like if you're a sheep you're a sheep man like i feel like yeah i agree some people they follow that lane until they're in their deathbed at the age of 90 80 whatever like we know people like that yeah but okay so yeah i agree with you i i I feel like it does hit in certain levels of your life like sometimes it get shit some people that some of our close friends or colleagues whatever you want to call people went to high school with it may hit them 10 years from now when we're fucking 40 
Yeah. Like, I mean, there's different times and that's why the Rami, the Rami episode was really good because we're talking about like signs. Some people don't see their signs. There's a lot of signs all over the, all yeah. over in front of you. If you can't catch it, that means you're not ready to catch it maybe. But luckily for me, and I can only speak for me, I was able to catch that sign at the age of like 26, 27. I stopped fucking around and partying. I got serious into the YouTube game and started studying and started working on my fucking craft with the Hero 3, man. Like, <laughs> And you got to remember, it's all about your friend. Your, what is it? What did we say in the past episode? Your closest five your, friends yeah. make up you. So what, like, the, you're my fucking friend. So me and you had the same thing. No had, coincidence yeah. because me and you like influenced each other. I'm like, yo, like, dog, like, I ain't doing that shit no more. Facts. I bet I'm going to do something else then. Yeah. You know, like, it's all about your friendship. Yeah. Like, if you tell me the your five close friends, I could tell your future, like, straight out the bat. Yeah. And it, it it's all and, about your fucking network. Yeah. And, lu- and luckily for us, too, like, especially with the creative space, with all the guests we've been working with, um, having in the podcast, like, we're really networking. We're not just like, hey, come to the podcast and tell your stories and bounce. Like, no, like, we're establishing a real organic relationship. Like the last one we had with uh, Stormy, like that was fucking sick. Like we established a really cool relationship with her. And it's like, and the affirmation, we're able to help each other out. It's not just like, I just get, I just receive, 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 and not even say thanks or nothing like that. You know? Yeah. Like we don't just bring on guests for shits and giggles. Like we want to tell them. We bring guests that we both talk about and like, yo, what do you, how do you feel about this person? We, we have a pretty cool connection um why not we always say like how would this benefit the creative game yeah not just you and if me, you're here like, just to brag and boast about how cool you are like bro like we're not gonna hit you <laughs> yeah and, and prime example stormy who just was on the show like mm-hmm. she's not a fucking um like a mario like she's just beginning but we want you guys first to know, year <laughs> yeah we want you guys to know all aspects of it like yeah. imagine if we just had like we, imagine killers. if we had nothing like, but killers, killers. Yeah. yeah and then we would be self-contradicting like Yo, like I thought you guys were the potter for the for, for the, the regulars. Yeah. yeah. So like we brought Stormy and like, you know, and she told her story and I hope you guys got a lot of gems because she threw a lot of them. Cuz I feel like she could re- I feel like a lot of the listeners could relate to her being like first year, second year, yeah. like amateurish whatever yeah. you want to call it, but uh no, man. Um fuck, we kind of went off topic <laughs> imposter syndrome. Um but no, I do feel yeah. like dude, we're here for a reason, man. We fucking work for that shit. Yeah. And we're on fucking episode number 43 for no fucking reason, bro. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. So, you know, I think... Any um, last second tips? Yeah, my last second tip would be just, you know, don't worry about your credentials. Your credentials are your hard work, um, how you wrote your own legacy, your story and shit, and focus on that. Don't focus on um, how you don't belong there because at the end of the day, it's all hard work and how you got there because of all the shit you've done to... Get where you're at. Yeah. Plain and simple. I what would about you? I would say try to close out the outside noise, man, as much as you can. I know it's so hard to do it. Social media world where people with screen time is like seven hours. I'm not speaking for myself, but low key. Um, but try to stay away from the outside noise and stop doing the comparison trap. Literally focus on your stuff and you'd be so surprised how far you could elevate your work in a two week span. Like if you just concentrate on sharpening the knife, sharpening the blade, as far as sharpening your eye, your mind, read some good books, listen to good content, yeah. stop listening to trash, stop watching bum ass reality TV. If people sleep and watch reality TV, just stop consuming dumb stuff and consume like the good stuff. And you'll be so surprised how like, how like elevated your mind will get. Yeah. Cause you gotta remember People get lost of what their peers, what their competition yeah. is judging them by when you got to focus on your clientele. Yeah. That's what I say. Like, 
fuck when i started with the flash things like yo like what the fuck like that's corny shit bro like yeah that you're not gonna get clients who want that and then what do you know like i'm (laughs) on the top of my game and i'm doing my thing because the people paying me are actually liking it not my peers not my fucking let 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 them judge man it's like they're not paying for your rent they're not paying for they're not they're just fucking they wish they were in your shoes actually um yeah the fact that you just started you brought the light game into the outside world i guess because usually when i think of lighting i think of in studio in studio shoots and you brought it to fuck the real world outside and it's like you're you're sticking out from the masses of the thousands of thousands of san diego photographers um i try to bro and i appreciate that so fuck it frame of the week yeah man this is a short and sweet potter uh frame of the week as always tag us on your heaters you gotta be following us obviously and you'll be featured right here. Let me find, Boom. let me find, let me find, let me find. Um, it. As always, share Spotify, Apple on your story. Currency for us. Yep. So frame of the week this week is going to be another video. And this is at LZR underscore FPV. Crazy. Crazy um, I mean, come on, bro. I mean, I'm getting. Give me a fucking headache. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a migraine, bro. Chargers? Does it say Chargers? Uh, it's a high school, I oh, believe. Okay. So you'll see here on the whiteboard, uh, this is a crazy FPV drone. So for those who don't know what FPV drones, I know we've been talking about this for the last few weeks since the new DJI one came out. This is what an FPV drone is for those listeners that don't know what the hell we were talking about the last few weeks. So full link in my bio, ripping around the old high school. That's yeah. all it says. And I even gave it a comment because I saw how impressed I was. But this thing is crazy. Oh, wow. How, it's crazy how accurate he could go through like the goal football goal post, yeah. even the soccer side, the soccer goal yeah, in the, the sides, side like, goal and post. then it's just really good. And he yeah. shoots this with a GoPro Hero Nine. I did my research on his grid, um, so he has like one of those. I I don't know if they're self made. I don't. Know, it kind of looks. So. Like, it kind of looks. Kit. It kind of looks stockish though. Like it's like came out straight out the camera. Like it, it wasn't built by himself. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it does. And, it has like a full like unibody. Yeah, so it's like yeah. it's oh, got like yeah, yeah, it's got like yeah. the rubber around the wings. Yeah, you notice maybe. that. And uh, yeah, he's got a GoPro Hero 9, which the camera that I have, that's that's the one that I want to mount if I were to get the FPV drone. But yeah, no, it's a great shot. And uh, if you own a fucking FPV, comment down below. Like, yeah, what's your setup looking like? Please. That would what be is great. it running um, you? Yeah, exactly. How much? I wonder how much this one costs him. So this dude's name is Logan Rouse. So it uh, doesn't say where he's from. I mean, I wish he had like a geotag, but he doesn't in none of it. Wherever oh, wait, Sunset Cliffs. So he's got to be from San Diego unless he was here on vacation. I don't know. I don't know who would charge your high school. Uh, it was like a Bronco. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, appreciate, it, appreciate you it. guys. Appreciate you supporting the podcast, man. And keep creating those that heater for sure. <clears throat> Peter Collins, where can people find you, my guy? People can find me at PeterCollinsFrames.com. Peter Collins Frames on Instagram. And people can find me on Instagram at A underscore Mendoza underscore and YouTube. Alberto Mendoza. So, yeah, this is a short and sweet podcast, guys. Um, hope you guys got some nuggets off this. Episode number 43 in the books. Episode number 44 next week. We'll catch you on episode 44. Peace.